One year, one pandemic, many lives. COVID-19 has not been a one-size-fits-all pandemic. Everyone was in a different place in their story when we were all essentially interrupted. This is Tara Jones, and you are invited to join me as we explore some of those stories. Three Richland College students have invited us to see how it has affected their lives. This is my second year at Richland, and before that, I was a teacher in Austin for about four years. And so I had my bachelor's in education, and now majoring in broadcast journalism, which is why I'm on the newspaper. That's Angela Lee, Richland Chronicle's current managing editor. Before COVID-19, on a typical day, she would teach online in the morning and then head over to campus for her classes. And that was always kind of like a nice break for my physical environment, was just going somewhere new and everyone was a student as well. And just being around um, just different people, too. Um, So I would say I would spend a bulk of my day in my classes and then afterwards probably grab a bite to eat. Angela also remembers saying goodbye to her classmates just before spring break of 2020. And I think at the time I had a journalism class with Karen Matt and talking to my other classmates and wondering if we were going to come back. But kind of like we just didn't have that sense of closure and especially with how small the classes are there on campus. It's kind of like you get so close to your group of people in there that it was hard to not have that closure or to see how everyone's projects was going. So I would say like gathering in that small little classroom and having that conversation before the break. And we were like, oh, we'll hopefully see you after the break or let's just see how this crazy thing turns out. Angela reflected on some of the losses she has experienced this last year. I think for someone as extroverted as I am, I really enjoy just being around other people. Um, So I think that in itself has been difficult because we've had to really learn to distance ourselves. And um, I think as human beings, it's just very natural for us to want to be around people, uh, even if you don't socialize with them, right? Um, And I think that's been really hard for me is watching a movie and seeing that they're in a crowd and feeling that like that's not normal anymore. The suffering has brought some unexpected gains. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a difficult time kind of separating my work and personal life because you just have to blend both of those when you're, you know, having school at home, working from home now. And that was really hard for me. Um, But identifying the frustration I was feeling, the stress I was feeling, and um, learning to work through it and identifying that um, we're all going through the same struggles. And I think there is a sense of comfort in that. And I think one of the major gains is feeling like there is a sense of community still. You know, I'm very grateful to have you guys in the newspaper. um, And that's been a strong community in itself. Um, But I think that has really helped me gain a better relationship with my own family or my own friends as well, because it's something new, a new difficulty we can all relate to. I'm Yves Bermana. I go to Richland College, which is part of uh, the Dallas College. And when uh, the pandemic started, 
Uh, I was deployed to Saudi Arabia as a United States Army Reserve, and I was taking Dallas College classes online. Eve Benmana is a speech communication major. Eve soon discovered the pandemic would interrupt his life in some ways, but not necessarily always. The pandemic was um, it was a big hit because uh, our deployment ended up being uh, 12 months instead of the normal nine months. Then, as I said, I was taking college classes. I never stopped because I was like, uh, it doesn't matter how far I am, I have to be productive. So the last thing I did before the pandemic was going out to work at the gym, going to the canteen to buy myself some good meals and going to the swimming pool. So all those privileges were taken away during the pandemic on our army base. Eve returned home to a starkly different United States. Sometimes it would look like there had been a war. You would see very few people on the street. A lot of services were closed down. Then what I did is I started trying to look for a job. And that was back in August 20, uh, 2020. Yes. Then when we came to January 2021, I registered for classes again. And now I'm taking the environmental sciences and geology. Eve discovered everything is harder during a pandemic. What it took away from me is pretty much uh, the easiness of life. You're not supposed to go out there at the gym and work. If you want to work out, go to the track and run, do push-ups by your own. But you're not going to go <laughs> to the gym because at the gym, there is more risk of spreading the virus. And one more thing I can say is, uh, after we got back, I'm somebody who loves traveling. I've pretty much been to all the continents besides South America. Oh, the, the fact that it makes traveling hard is something that I really don't like about it. Because I, I love traveling. Eve is using the pressure created by the pandemic as an opportunity to move forward. The pandemic made me even more committed to studying because I was like, you know what? The way it looks, this this virus is probably going to be here for a long time. So instead of breaking down mentally and being so pessimistic, let me try to use the time to my advantage. I used to commute through bus. So it would be like a rather long commute. It would be like eh, almost an hour because I'm not quite far away. Like on car, it's like 20 minutes, but you know, the bus system has its charms. That's Barbara Gandica, design editor for the Richland Chronicle. On a typical pre-pandemic day after her adventure on the bus, she would attend her classes and then head off to work at the newsroom. And one of the last times that I remember being in campus, was uh, we were wrapping up the paper for that week. Uh, that was the spring break, before, right before spring break. And we were all wondering, are we going to come back? It doesn't seem like we're going to. That same week, Barbara attended her chemistry class for the last time on campus. Uh, we, were, we had a final exam right before spring break in my chemistry class. So we were just hanging out like, oh, I think I didn't did a good job, or we were just complaining about that time, like normal people used to do. And it was just like, when I think back to it, it was the last time I saw those people. 
Like uh, we continue our chemistry class online and we met through, um, uh, was it WebEx, I think probably. And, but it wasn't the same at all because after you go out of the class, you still have that one-on-one -on -one moment with either the teacher or just the students hanging out. And that was definitely loss. For Barbara, the pandemic has brought gains as well as losses. I think in gains, probably my grades has been better during the pandemic than on person, especially that chemistry class that I was talking about. Uh, I don't think I would have been able to pass it, and I got an A in the end miraculously. I know I know myself better and my patterns, like I know how to prepare myself better in certain things. But definitely I feel like I've lost more than gain. I really miss libraries. And even right now, you can check out books, but it's not the same as being around books and being on that quiet space. And my apartment is not precisely noisy, but it is not library quiet that you can just concentrate. And I guess missing the daily life of knowing people and getting to know people from campus, I think that's also that has been lost as well. I asked the three of them what their hopes were for the future. Uh, my hopes uh, for the future are, uh, to start with, uh, I, I would like to see a more uh, a more peaceful world where people can really, really live together. Because once again, I was born in Rwanda, probably when I was about 10, there was a, a terrible war which ended up being labeled the genocide. So I saw a lot of violence when I was a small kid. And uh, when we fled to the Congo, because we had to flee back in 1994, we only were there for two years in the eastern part of, of the Congo, and another war erupted again. And a lot of people died again. So uh, I'd love to see a peaceful world where people can really live together. Because I believe uh, people are all human. Well, I would say the biggest thing I've kind of noticed this past year um, on top of the pandemic is just how divisive the nation really is. And so I think my biggest hope for the future is we come to a common ground. You know, we're not always going to agree with one another, but I think we can learn to disagree in a more respectful manner. Um, I would love to see that in general, but if we're talking pandemic, something I hope to see is um, mostly everyone getting vaccinated. And even if you are vaccinated, still realizing that uh, our numbers aren't down, right? We, it's still a pandemic we're living through. And so get, get your vaccine and then uh, continue to live on as if you don't, you know, live safely at a distance still. I really hope that the vaccination effort uh, keeps going and is successful in the end. But I think that we shouldn't just end the pandemic and then go back to how it was. We should learn uh, the mistakes that we made during this time so that ideally this doesn't happen again, <laughs> or even that we can um, make a better world because of our mistakes. Thank you for joining us today as we listen to Tales from the Pandemic from three of our students.